Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. How powerful are our emotions, really? Have you had experiences that seem to stick with you long after you knew you wanted to let them go? Well, my guest on today's show is healer Nick Kadowski, and we'll explore trapped emotions, heart walls, and how to open to love again. Are you ready to meet him? Nick Kadowski helps you heal your body and emotions so you can get back to being the person you love to be. From learning about the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet to identifying and releasing trapped emotions that might be causing you physical or emotional pain, Nick's holistic tools can help you rejuvenate your body, move on from your past, and open your heart again to love. You can find out more about Nick and his work at cultivatewellnessnow.com. Nick, welcome to Out of the Fog. Oh, thank you so much, Karen. It's really a, a pleasure to be here. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. L okay, so let's just jump right in. What is a trapped emotion? How is that different from just emotion emotion? Yeah, so a trapped emotion is basically a, a ball of energy in the body. And this can be the size of a golf ball to the size of a, a grapefruit. You know, they can get pretty big. And basically a trapped emotion is when we feel an emotion so strongly that we're unable to release it or process it in some way. So then that emotion has to go somewhere. So it gets basically stuck in the body and it can get stuck in the muscles causing acute or chronic pain. Um, it can get stuck in the organs or the glands and balancing them on a physical level, or the organs and the glands are also connected to, to the emotions, so it can uh, imbalance them in an emotional way as well. So when we are in balance, how are emotions processed? How, how should this work? Yeah, so, you know, when we're in balance, we're able to feel an emotion and, you know, any sort of emotion, we feel it, it has some sort of like high or some sort of peak. And then, you know, we're able to come back down from it. So, you know, emotion is basically energy in motion. So we're really meant to, uh, to feel emotions in our body to allow them to move through to learn from them, but then not to have them get stuck or trapped in our body. And so with, if, with all things working as they should, we would feel what we feel, receive the lesson from that, and then kind of, I don't know, metabolize it or process it or release it then once we're done with it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when, what, uh, let's go back. What is something that may cause a trapped emotion? What's an example of what that could be? Yeah, so um, a great example would be, you know, someone is in a car accident. And, you know, there are so many different emotions that come up in a car accident. 
you know, the impact, you know, having the person you're insurance, calling the police, having the police call, you know, come over, you know, all of those emotions happen, you know, almost all at once. And so sometimes it's difficult for us to, um, to process all of that. So again, if we can't process or release the emotion, then it has to go somewhere and it can get, it can get stuck in the body, either in an organ or a gland um, or, you know, also around the heart, uh, causing what's called the heart wall. Do, do we know at the time that it's happening that something is happening that's going to create a problem later on? Or do we walk away from that car accident, for example, thinking that was terrible, but I've handled everything? You know, um, it's been my experience. I was a massage therapist for a number of years, actually. So I worked with a lot of people um, just with acute and chronic pain and also people that just had emotional pain in their body that was manifesting physically. And for the people that I worked with that were in car accidents, you know, they thought, okay, I was in a car accident and I kind of shook it off and, uh, you know, I'll be fine the next day. But, you know, that, um, that most of the time wasn't really the case for them. You know, either they had some residual pain um, that kind of stuck around for a while, or there was um, just emotional pain of, you know, I don't want to get in the car and, and drive again. So what I'm hearing you say is that a trapped emotion isn't just an emotion with nowhere to go, but it's something that we may not be aware that we're holding. We might feel that, and I'm making this up, we might feel that shoulder pain, for example, but not be aware that it has its root or that one of the causes is in this is in this trapped emotion. So we could be holding trapped emotions and not know we've got them. Yeah, exactly. And so that's one of the processes of the emotion code um, that I practice is I tap into or, or connect to someone's subconscious mind. And so the subconscious mind knows exactly what trapped emotions we've trapped. It knows exactly around what age and exactly what happened. So, you know, if someone does have that shoulder pain, I can connect to their subconscious and ask it, okay, are there trapped emotions that we can release for you right now that are either causing or contributing to that shoulder pain? Or if I'm working with releasing the trapped emotions around someone's heart called the heart wall, I can do the exact exact same thing where I can say, okay, are there trapped emotions that we can release right now that is are causing this uh, this wall around your heart. Are the the emotions that make up the heart wall, is that different from trapped emotions that may be um, other places in the body? When you say heart wall, are you talking about around your heart chakra or is it just a way to to categorize different kinds of emotion? Yeah, so when I'm talking about a heart wall, um, it, is a, uh, it is a literal... Uh, kind of a wall of trapped emotions that are built around the uh, the heart chakra. And so trapped emotions, and this can go for a trapped emotion that's just in someone's shoulder, or this can go for a trapped emotion that actually is part of the heart wall. Uh, trapped emotions can, can be emotions that we trap ourselves. 
they can be emotions that we absorb or we take on from other people. They can be emotions that are inherited. So maybe we took on an emotion from our mother or our father or our grandfather or our grandmother. Um, and then finally, there can be what are called prenatal emotions, where we can take on emotions while we're still in our mother's womb. And so all of those different categories of emotions, they can either get stuck in a specific area of the body, or they can be emotions that make up that, that heart wall. In the case of, I, and, I, and I heard you say there are emotions that we take on ourselves, that we store ourselves. I'm imagining in the work that I do as a professional intuitive, I will often talk to people who will say, I was hurt so badly before, I will never allow that to happen again. When I see that pattern coming, when I see that kind of person coming, I will never allow it to happen again. Is that the kind of thing that you mean when you say we take it on ourselves? Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, we could do, go through some sort of experience like uh, like a breakup, you know, and say, okay, I'm never going to allow that to happen again. And, you know, during that breakup, we could feel a number of specific emotions. And again, if we can't release them or process them in some way, then they get stuck, they get trapped in the body or they get trapped around the heart. And then those emotions are literally vibrating in our body 24 hours, seven days a week. And so because we're holding on to that emotion, um, it is going to affect how we kind of show up in the world it's going to affect our actions it might affect our thoughts so um it's from my point of view it's very very important to to release these emotions so that we can release our you know quote-unquote emotional baggage and uh as we release those emotions we're actually raising our vibration because we're no longer carrying that stuff around so as a result um, we can kind of have a new beginning and we can, you know, really create what we want in our life. Well, and it also sounds like it would bring a, a kind of a powerful clearing to the physical body as well, because all that right spiritual and emotional energy is coming together with our physical energy. That's how, at least as I believe, that's how we are as incarnated beings in the world, right? We're a big mass of all these different things together. And so if I were to kind of locate and release those trapped emotions, my body's going to feel better. Not just maybe that that shoulder pain goes away, which would be great, but it feels like what you're saying, if I'm understanding you, the energetic functioning of my body changes as I release these things. So, um, you know, as we hold these trapped emotions in our body and as they are released, uh, what happens is, you know, on an energetic level that will raise our vibration because, you know, we're no longer kind of carrying around our emotional baggage, so to speak. And then as that happens, that will affect the physical body as well, because when we have a trapped emotion in our physical body, the body basically sees that as like an interference. So when that trapped emotion is released, then the body says, oh, good, that's no longer there. So then, you know, it can begin the healing process. 
So for listeners who are wondering about this, and now see, now you've got me curious. What trapped emotions do I hold? What might I be holding? And I want to ask you about inherited emotions in a minute, but what might I be holding that doesn't even belong to me? How can we start to become aware of places where things may not be quite right, where there are emotions trapped? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we could, you could just simply do like a, like a body scan, you know, and you can scan your body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and just maybe start to notice any sort of areas where there's like tightness or tension. And okay, let's say that you're, you notice some tightness or tension in your left shoulder. What you can do is you can start to have kind of an internal conversation with that shoulder, just saying, okay, to that tension, hello, I see you, I acknowledge that you're there. And, you know, why are you tight? Why is there pain there? Why is there discomfort there? And then you can listen to that area of your body. And as you do that, your body will actually start to have a conversation back with you. So in that area, you might start to feel an emotion of fear, or you might start to feel an emotion of anxiety. So that will start to kind of clue you in that there might be some trapped emotions in that area. You're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Nick Kadowski. You can find out more about Nick and his work with plant-based diet, releasing trap emotion and emotion code at cultivatewellnessnow.com. That's cultivatewellnessnow.com. One of the things I really like in, in what you're saying is you're reminding me that I have permission to connect in a compassionate way with my subconscious, connect in a compassionate way with my physical body, connect in a compassionate way, connect compassionate way with my energetic body and my emotions. And at least the way that I see things, Nick, that first taking that first step of compassionate connection is enormously healing because so often we're told not to feel what we're feeling, to push through pain, to, you know, knock it off and keep it all together. And so that compassionate discerning connection is vital. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, I totally agree with you, Karen, you know, when I'm doing emotion code work with my clients, I am releasing these trapped emotions for them, but then I also give them certain tools like I just uh, described to you. So that empowers them so that they can, you know, like you just said, tune into your body in a compassionate way and just with a sense of curiosity, um, start to discover what's there. So I want to ask about inheriting trapped emotions because this makes me a little nervous. Um, What if you have negative people who suffered like negative events. Maybe these are part of your biological family. Maybe they're part of your like family of choice or whatever this is. How I don't want to carry their stuff. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. What kinds of things do we inherit in terms of trapped emotions and how can those be cleared? I would imagine most of the time we're not aware that we're holding them. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not aware that we're holding them because it's, it's passed down Um, You know, we don't know if it's through like cellular memory or DNA or RNA, 
but when it's passed down, it usually is passed down on a uh, on a subconscious level. And basically, those trapped emotions, they can be any emotion, really. So it could be anxiety, fear, disappointment, rejection, sadness. Um, but, you know, the good thing about that with the emotion code is that we can find out exactly what those inherited trapped emotions are and we can release them so that we no longer need to hold on to them. And I was actually just working with a client the other day. She was um, she's dealing with some with some physical pain. And I found some inherited trapped emotions that were connected to that. And uh, she has a daughter. So when I released those inherited trapped emotions from her, um, those also uh, released from her daughter as well. So we not only can release these inherited trapped emotions from, from ourselves, but we can release them uh, going forward, if that makes sense, so that we no longer have to carry any of that ancestral, um, you know, emotional baggage. Just out of curiosity, when you are releasing those trapped emotions, like you were describing in your work with your client, are you ever aware of how many generations those go back? Because here's what I'm wondering is I wonder if we like I pass something to my son who passes something to his son to passes something to his son. And now we're generations down the road, but we're all still holding the same thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, when I do the emotion code work, um, I, I, all of my sessions are over the phone. So I use a technique called muscle testing, and it's basically a way to connect with the subconscious and get a yes or a no answer. So, for example, let's say that I am working with someone's shoulder, and uh, there, there's a chart of 60 possible trapped emotions. So I energetically connect to the client. I ask, is there a trapped emotion that I can release right now that's causing your shoulder pain? And if an inherited emotion comes up, I'll go through the chart and say, okay, you know, is it, again, is it anxiety? Is it fear? Until I find a specific emotion. And then I can ask, did you get this emotion from your mother or from your father? And let's say it's their mother. Okay, so did you get it from your mother's mother? Mm. And you can go back and you can say, okay, this trapped emotion was from your mother, but it goes back maybe 15 generations or maybe 20 generations, for example. Wow. So what is the best way that I as a mother can not pass my own stuff on to my kids? Yeah, you know, um, I would say continue to do your your own healing and your own uh, and and working on yourself, you know, um, and I think the more that, you know, if we do have children, the more that we work on ourselves and heal, heal ourselves, the more that we will be um, kind of that that mirror or that that you know, compassionate presence for them where we are no longer passing along that, that stuff to them. What is it that brought you to this work? You had said that you worked as a massage therapist for a while. And I'm wondering what, what is it that caused you to want to go deeper? 
Yeah. So when I was a massage therapist, um, when a client would come in with pain and I would work very specific muscles that I knew was causing the pain and they would get up off the table, but the pain would still be there or they would come back maybe a week or two later and the pain would still be there. Or to give you another example, when I would be working on them, if it was low back pain, for example, and they started talking just about how, you know, they didn't feel really supported in their life or supported in their job or supported in their marriage. Um, that gave me a clue that there was some sort of emotional connection to their pain. And as a massage therapist, I did learn ways to support a client in having that emotional relief. But when that would happen, they would often have to kind of relive difficult experiences that they had gone through. Um, and sometimes the emotional release or, or releasing that emotion took a couple of sessions. And I always knew that there, I kind of had an intuitive sense that there has to be a more quicker, efficient way that I could do this. So um, the emotion code was really kind of an answer to prayer, you know, in the sense that uh, once I found it, I knew that this was what I was asking for because with the emotion code, I can identify a trapped emotion and release it literally in seconds. Wow. And a person doesn't have to go through, um, you know, difficult emotional experiences or bring up feelings or bring up memories. So that's why I'm really uh, very drawn to this work. And that's why I love doing it. Now, I know we just have a few minutes left together. You said that there are three ways that we can start to heal our hearts, and I am all over that. What are three ways that we can start to heal our hearts? Yeah, so, you know, the first way I would say would be to feel gratitude. You know, I feel that gratitude is probably one of the most powerful emotions out there. So, you know, whether it's creating a gratitude journal or just, you know, uh, telling someone every single day that you're, that you're grateful for them, you know, that can be very powerful. Mm -hmm. uh, the second thing is on a, on a physical level, uh, the color of the heart chakra is green. So actually eating more green foods in our diet, so like leafy greens and broccoli and, you know, celery, that will actually start to vibrate with the heart chakra and start to heal it and bring it back into balance. And then really the third way to start to heal the heart is to uh, to feel our emotions and to uh, just accept them as they are and to allow them to move through us. And so that will prevent uh, us from trapping emotions in our body or, or trapping emotions around our heart. Nick, it's been really wonderful to talk with you. Can you let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you if they'd like to find out more about your work? 
Yeah, certainly. Thank you, Karen. So they can go to my website, which is cultivatewellnessnow.com. And uh, if they, uh, you know, if they're interested in working with me, they can go ahead and send me an email, which is on my website. And uh, I typically get back to clients within 24 hours. Wonderful. There's a blog on that website, too, that's got really good information. So um, I listeners, go check that out, cultivatewellnessnow.com. Nick, thank you so much for being on the show. It was a great pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you for having me, Karen. It was a pleasure talking with you as well. Thank you. That is Nick Kadowski. And you can find out more about Nick and his work at cultivatewellnessnow.com. And you can always um, find good stuff going on at KarenHager.com. That's my website. You can find out about upcoming classes and events. Hear what's coming up next on this radio program. You can also book a private intuitive session with me if you're so inclined. If as we step into the new year here, you're thinking about how can I deepen my engagement with spirit? How can I be more involved, engaged in the path that I'm living? How can I move forward lightly and with more clarity? I would love to spend some time seeing if I can help you move out of the fog. So you can get information about private intuitive sessions and a ton of other stuff at karenhager.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.